What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, I guess this is the second half of the weekly The B Show. I'm Corey Smith, and you're Michael Vergara. This is B Show, night two. Night two. Of August 27th. Wrestling, usually, usually, 2020. yeah, usually each week we're here and talk about NXT and AEW Dynamite, but this week because the shows were separated days a little it's thursday it's a little thursday night dynamite i think this is what what was originally planned the original name of the show thursday night dynamite uh, yeah i mean they tend to get or was it tuesday night dynamite often no no i mean in, the original oh. copyright for the show was it oh, tuesday oh i think night? it was originally tuesday okay it was tuesday night uh well nonetheless it's a t night dynamite uh, all the wrestling it just happened and we're here to review it and talk a little bit of news some really sad and uh, some stuff to look forward to. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That was a really weird segue into that. But, hey, check us out on Instagram. Oh, and, hey, if you don't notice, I have a messed up finger. Not flipping you off. Sorry, it's not a gimmick. I'm not going to poke you in the eye when the ref's not he, looking. He won the title with a loaded finger. Yeah, it could. It, uh, you know what? I've won many titles with loaded fingers. but Quick, what, which what, give me one title. Uh, the Northwest San Francisco Tenderloin title. What did you do? Uh, I, oh, wait, no, you won with the loaded finger. Yeah, what, what am I saying? In the eye, but the ref didn't see it. Um, it is a 24-7 title, so the, um, a herd... Who of, knows? Uh, Someone herd, might storm into that room of yours. A herd just... of people could just storm in here and take that title anytime. It is yeah. just a fanny pack, though, nonetheless. Uh, AEW Dynamite News, let's get into all of it, shall we? Yes, let's. Um, start off with... Um, Kind of some sad news. Uh, we actually just this actually just came in. I think within the last hour or so um, of recording this show, it was but, like right after Dynamite. Yeah, seven twenty four p.m. <clears throat> Scott Armstrong tweeted this actually. So uh, his, yeah, his father, Bullet Bob Armstrong, the leader of the famed Armstrong wrestling family, has passed away at the age of eighty. Of course, our condolences go out to the Armstrong family. Uh, the news first was announced, like you said, by his son Scott on Twitter. Thursday night in March, uh, Scott tweeted that his dad came over for a workout despite having bone cancer in his ribs, shoulder, and prostate, all of which he refused treatment for. Uh, his wife, uh, Vita Gale, uh, died uh, this late June, and, um, you know, it's, it's it's sad to see him. It's, Wait, June of this year? Yeah, oh, late June, that's what it says, so I'm assuming. Of this year. So. It doesn't say of a previous okay. year. So Ah, talk about a one-two punch, man. That is that's well, definitely a rough one. Yeah, it is really rough. And did you ever hear? You, have you ever heard that old saying? It's like once, like once people are married for a long, like way too long, like when they're like basically life partners, and a lot of the times, uh, it yeah. really affects the other partner when their partner passes. You know, it, to the point oh, yeah. where, it, you know, and but he had cancer. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like it's like losing one eye, and uh, you know, if you lose one eye, the 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 other one's days are numbered. So you yeah, know exactly. Uh yeah no I mean I'll I'll be quite honest uh looking at his picture I do kind of rem- I do I remember his face don't really yeah. remember Bob Armstrong though a whole lot his name is Bullet Bob I'm just gonna read off the post wrestling uh page uh, regarding this story uh, thank you by way of Andrew Thompson I'll just read this one paragraph Armstrong had a retirement tour in 2018 that included appearances and he wrestled a match at the Arn Anderson homecoming show in Rome Georgia his tour came to an end in 2019 when he wrestled for the last time in Alabama Barb Armstrong began his wrestling career in the 1960s and his full-time career lasted decades and expanded into the 90s before he wrapped it up as a full-time performer bullet Bob was active on the independent scene in the years following and he went on to compete or TNA with his son Brian Road Dog James and oh. Armstrong. Yep, yeah, as Scott Armstrong. Yeah, Scott Armstrong. Scott Armstrong and uh, Brian James. They're uh, the brothers. Nice. Armstrong is a multi-time NWA champion in multiple territories, and he was inducted oh, into Armstrong. WWE Fall Hall of Fame in 2011. So yeah, condolences to the Armstrong family and everyone involved in that. Yeah. Uh, he did. He actually held a litany of titles uh, because I knew nothing about him two minutes ago. But here I pulled up some information about him. I'm not going to pretend like I knew stuff about him. That uh, is how the world works nowadays. You just it's how people just... pass classes in school now. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, what was the, uh, it's it's uh, yeah. So I uh, know Bob. He did hold a litany of titles, including in the Mid-South including the Southeastern Championship in Southeastern Championship Wrestling and various other titles in NWA affiliates, although he did not hold the prestigious Tenderloin title that I hold. 
Columbus Heavyweight Championship. He won that four times. What is the Columbus Heavyweight Championship? Uh, it's probably in Columbus, Ohio. Ohio? I, I but then this is in Georgia. Georgia. There... Georgia. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, I um, I don't know. Maybe it was a Christopher Columbus-themed belt. I don't know. No, oh, yeah, there's Columbus, Georgia. That's just I just found that out, too. You find out a lot of things in the Internet. The Internet has Man, a lot of information. Yeah, some might say there's a super highway of well, information. Well, you know, uh, technology, it happens, and uh, it's coming at a fast pace. Uh, are you with it or are you not? I mean, that's the question. Yeah. Uh, no. But so, yeah, rest in peace, Bob, Bullet, Bar, Mar- Bullet Bob Armstrong. Uh, he was in a couple episodes of Impact. He was uh, one, one uh, according to his Wikipedia page, at Against All Odds on February 12, 2006, Kip and BG James, the James Gang, which is the New Age Outlaws. James Gang? They're the ones that that was that tag team where they just straight up like just shit talk WWE all the time. They so Paul Levesque, I'll see you at the Alamo. Yeah, that was a <laughs> shout out to OSW right there. Triple H, like American Exchange. Yep. Oh, no, go on. Sorry. Latin American Exchange with BG intent upon avenging the harm done to his daddy. The James gang was victorious, but ambushed by the LAX after the match. They were saved when the returning Bob Armstrong entered the ring and chased LAX away. So wait, Bob Armstrong was chasing LAX away. It's funny. The confrontation led to a six-man bout between LAX and Armstrong and the James gang at Destination X on March 12th, which was won by Kip James. Despite the consecutive victories, Armstrong remained hungry for revenge and challenged Conan to an arm wrestling contest on the April 8th impact. The contest did not finish due to interference from Homicide and the newest LAX member, Hernandez, been sent to the locker room prior the james gang also sent backstage ran in to help armstrong this led to a rematch at lockdown on april 23rd in which armstrong scored the pin so <laughs> very well very well known career in on impact wrestling yeah which was tna at the time well yeah yeah i mean i think everyone kind of had a little bit of a at least a little stint in impact at one yeah. point or another right <clears throat> uh no but like like you said our condolences to the friends family and uh, fans of Bullet Bob, Bullet Ar- Bob Armstrong, WWE Hall of Famer, WWE oh. Hall of Famer Bullet Bob, and we'll move on to some uh, more news. Uh, t- Taking a little bit more of a positive direction, we got a new number one, Michael, new number one song today on Total Request Live. Oh and, wait, what? Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm reading that wrong. This is my um, my old TRL podcast that i did uh no uh pro wrestling illustrated just uh announced their number one spot for their yearly 500 their top 500 wrestlers of 2020 and uh their number one is john, no, it's john you Moss. gotta commit to it man no I, you I, can't I, just go half. you just can't go in half cocked with that justin roberts never goes in half cocked well i mean so have you talked yeah. to some of his exes i mean <laughs> yeah there's a whole laundry list of them Top 500 wrestlers as ranked by PWI. I have the list right here. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, number one, John Moxley. So Makes sense. I, I might as well just, yeah, because we just announced it. So when during Dynamite, there was, <laughs> I'll just go straight to it. Like when they um, when they brought that up, John Moxley being PWI, yeah. like Jericho, because he was on commentary tonight, he asked who was number two and they could not, they couldn't say it. They, they couldn't say it. You know who was number uh, two? Orange Cassidy. Adam Cole, baby. Oh, and then Chris two? Jericho was asking who, what number was he? He was in fact number three. Oh well, that's that's a good number. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go off. I'll, we're gonna go through all five hundred of these. So okay. get comfy. Number four, Drew McIntyre. Number yeah. five, Tetsuya Naito, which makes sense. He wow, won, he won the title. Yeah, I well, mean, Drew did win the title. Drew is having a better year than Naito, I would say. He's having a better run, I think, than Naito with his IWGP title. Uh, that's for. Do you know what happened to Naito? I, I said mean, Drew I mean, McIntyre. Oh, I'm sorry. Is having a better run than Naito, uh, so yeah. I agree with no, that. I was bit. I was still having flashbacks. I was too busy thinking about of Gato looking you in the eye, going. <laughs> too bad. Speaking of Gato, number six, Kazuchika Okada. Oh, I was say number Gato. Seven, Cody Rhodes. Number eight, Seth Rollins. Number nine, Kofi Kingston. What? Uh, number ten, AJ Styles. Number eleven, Keith Lee. Twelve. I'm gonna just go to twenty. Okay, go. Number 12, Brock Lesnar. Number 13, Kenneth Omega. Number 14, Roman Reigns. 15, Nick Aldis. 16, Bray Wyatt. 17, Kota Ibushi. 18, Roosh. Remember Roosh? How does Bray Wyatt score above Kota Ibushi? Well, I'll get there in a second. But Well, Bray Wyatt's a multiple-time Universal Champion. That's man. true. You're right. 
In fact, he should be he should be a bit higher if we're doing kayfabe rules. Yeah, number seventeen, Kotobushi, eighteen, Roosh, nineteen, Braun Strowman, and number twenty, your friend and my friend, Jacob Fatu. Ooh, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Jacob Fatu just moving up. Mr. Four Twenty himself. Uh, but... yeah, might as well go go to the next five. <laughs> number twenty one, Will Osprey, twenty two, MJF, twenty three, Alistair Black, twenty four, Kento Miyahara, and number five, Dan Walter. Uh, so we were just saying, how do they pick these people? But uh, they actually did send out a tweet um, today saying, just so people won't just lose their shit. Like, listen, you guys. They said the this official. Is, we got a thing going on here. They said the evaluation period for this year's PW500 is July 1st, 2019, to June 30th, 2020. The criteria. It's Oscar season. The criteria for the ranking are as follows: win loss record, technical ability. Influence on the sport. Success against the highest grade of competition. Success Number of the... paradigms shifted. <laughs> Success against the most diverse competition and activity. So, I mean, that's pretty pretty good. You know what my ranking system is? It's just how I feel. It's just how I feel at the time, man. I don't, I don't yeah, know. how many flare chops are you giving this match? Uh, Well, we'll get there. Oh, 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 oh. Did you rate the diamond? No, come on. Matches? No, come on. I didn't take any notes on diamond. That's not my job. You kidding me? No, good point. <laughs> anyway, next news. Congratulations, John Moxley. Good, uh, yeah, John Moxley. He deserves it, and uh, we'll see who wins our CWR top ten. This is what John Moxley had to say. I'm not looking for external validation, but PWI was such a big part of my childhood. To be number one, eh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. He was gonna say that's pretty cool. Thanks, John. Thank you, thank you, Jonathan, Mister Good. You have a all right great evening. I have to go get shallots. Do you know where shallots is in the grocery store? Oh, I, I heard that. Nate's got to do that for me, man. I, I just know, feel man. like when he's like looking for shallots, he's just like, oh, where are the shallots? <laughs> That's how he just walks regularly. <laughs> uh, what's up? I, I kind of messed up my shoulder, so I'm going to have to like, walk like, like this. That's what I kind of have to. Like, um, sir, can you not bring that giant gold plated belt thing into the store with you? It's like, I'm what? the champ. It's got the American flag on it. It's awesome. Uh, oh, he's, oh, yeah. he's. I forgot he's a double champion. I forgot. Yeah. The IW the uh, the AEW World Heavyweight Champion and the IWGP United States Champion, which I'm speaking glad... of I, the IWGP United States Champion. I'm glad you brought that Chip, up. Chip, they uh, uh, New Japan. They have an American wing. They do stuff there in America. I feel also, like I'm starting to feel like it's two divisions of New Japan now. There's New I Japan. I mean, they have US. no choice but to have two divisions. Oh, at this I know, point. I know, but it is completely separate at this point. Uh, whereas yeah. some other companies, it's it's just one entity. Where AEW, they're, you know, who they have is there at that one show. Uh, WWE, who they have, are at their locations, and they're going to do what they got to do. Whereas New Japan, half the roster is in Japan, and the other half of the roster is in Los Angeles. Uh, doing oh, that's, new... how, that's how that works. Yeah, anyway. doing their New Japan Strong show, which is a pretty good uh, new weekly show brought to you yeah, by New Japan Yeah, they got World. kind of a groove going on, which, like, they got... They got people, and I'm about to list those people in these major matches lined up for Fighting Spirit Unleashed on New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. So I'm just going to read off the New Japan website. It says, coming up this September on NJPW Strong, Fighting Spirit Unleashed brings a two-night big match spectacular to New Japan oh, World. Friday, September 4th, and then, next, and then the week after that, the 11th, we'll finish each week strong. <laughs> great and some huge matches have already been signed so here are the announced matches iwgp us heavyweight right to challenge contract kenta versus jeff cobb one fall to a 60 minute time limit that's a that's a match kenta how long do you think his hair is at this point uh i don't know is it longer than jeff cobb's i, I don't think so i maybe uh the thing about kenta is he's he's short too so with his hair growing out he's starting to look like a little kid I was about to say, like, the thing about Kenta's hair is that it's not exactly long, but there's a lot of it. It's kind of what I have. I was going to say, I was going to say, I think you and Kenta are kind of neck and neck for longer hair right now. To the neck. To the neck. It's not, we're not the only thing neck and neck about. Anyway, Flip Gordon versus Jay White. One fall to a 30 minute time limit. Flip Uh, Gordon. I feel like this is the first time I've heard his name in a long time. I mean, he's ROH exclusive and ROH hasn't been operating as of late. Even before that, I, I... Maybe I think he was injured, and okay, there was yeah. also like okay, a fucking contract thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then Brody King versus Kikuleu, one minute. I mean, one fall, 15 minutes. And then also confirmed one Fred Rosser, nice. formerly of WWE. Uh, formerly Darren Young. Formerly Darren Young, Mr. No Days Off. He uh-huh. will now be testing his skills in the uh, 
the New Japan ring. Cerulean. What is Cerulean blue? I mean, I get that's the name. That's the color of the the New Japan ring. Oh, I don't know. That's, okay. Yeah, that's a, that is quite a specific <laughs> color they had they had pointed out. I, but yeah, I didn't he'll wrestle know. in September 4th. So <coughs> That's awesome. I, I, Excuse I, me. No, you're good. I, I can't wait to see all these matches, plus Fred Rosser being on New Japan. His New Japan debut... You know, because I don't think he's wrestled in New Japan before. You know, I've seen him on. Well, WWE he's about to now. September fourth, next Friday. That's when. That's when Avengers comes out. Avengers. Oh, the video, video game. game. The video game. That's when Tony Hawk comes out. Oh. I know what I'm playing. Did you see the uh, the previews for uh, the new Batman or the the trailer for the new Batman? Gotham Knights or something? Well, no, I'm talking about the the movie. Oh yeah, that movie. Oh, um, looks no, it's it seems like I mean I know like that's that movie's been. That that story has been told millions of times, but there's something there's is, something fresh is it, about. Is it the Killing um, Joke, Robert it, Pattinson? No, it's I think it's more the Killing. It's more like the Riddler. I mean, it's just it's the Riddler, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's I think they're gonna lean on that uh, the detective stuff more a little bit more. Uh-huh. I know the Nolan Batman movies kind of did that, but yeah, seems kind seems all right. I can't really form this, uh, this is a more concrete where... opinion about it, but uh, but no, you right. like I like Robert Pattinson. Yeah uh yeah new japan though <laughs> uh yeah no uh new japan pro wrestling continuing their u.s division i wonder they got they keep they're battling for this right to the u.s contract or to the right to challenge the right. united states champion for the title who doesn't exist <clears throat> who yeah he can't wrestle in america for new japan pro wrestling i just i think there's just gonna come a time where like they, they're just gonna say listen Neither of us kind of anticipated this. Can we you just have for just... one match? He'll lose the title, please. But the but I guess but then I can definitely see the concern about you know putting Moxley into another environment that AEW has no control over. Like I can definitely yeah. see them being very gun shy about that. Like oh I do are they willing to run the risk about putting They've Moxley already... into this in, into this pool? Like we he can wrestle for AEW. We have complete control of the environment. We own the god we own goddamn Daly's place. Goddamn it. But and that that plays in New Japan, like, yeah, I don't know. Do you think? Uh, I mean, but then you well, also put no. You also put in the fact that you think he runs as much of a risk as he like on his to and back home as he would wrestling in a New Japan. I mean, no, I mean he's he's adding another. I mean, yes, adding going to New Japan for wrestling and wrestling in New Japan for you know wherever. If, let's just say they said, hey, can we just have him for one match? We need that title back. Um, and he goes to the dojo in LA. I mean, they might he just is, wait after it, all out. Well, yeah, but know? yeah, yeah. But he is essentially putting himself at more of a risk to be around more people that he hasn't been around before. So that is like, you know, that's kind of why there hasn't been any movement the, regarding this deal. The only, <clears throat> I don't think it's so much that I, I just think that they just haven't come to that, that point yet i think they're trying to do everything they can because well, like, you see cory no, no well on. you see cory jericho chris jericho beat hiroshi tanahashi <clears throat> and so that window like Jer- if anything jericho's the heel in this entire situation because he made tanahashi tap out in the tokyo dome and that door was closed <laughs> well so you have that to blame too what what it you know what it is is um what was, what was i gonna say God oh damn. i'm sorry no it's all good I'm lost too busy time, too busy thinking about Tanahashi and how he smiled. Uh, no, oh, the there camera. we go. <clears throat> uh, if if Moxie goes in for one match and then drops the title, like what's Moxie going to think about new, working for New Japan now? It's like uh, so I couldn't come once. And you guys took the title away from me. You have Lance now, Archer cost him that title, and then I'm going to come. Yeah, I mean, and then I come back again. And you guys want me to drop it again? Like this kind of sucks. It does. Hey, listen, no matter listen, which way you look, they at were it. ready. They were ready for Carl Anderson to run angles on Moxley in New Japan before they signed that deal like as according to carl anderson i well as john moxley said that right i think no carl anderson himself when he was talking talking shop with uh, rocky romero uh yeah. friend of the show uh and uh, because we used to do bumpers and he did one for us and we use that all the goddamn time because we god damn it that's one of our most bump- legitimate ones we haven't used but, a bumper in like we don't have to three years dude we i mean listen we got we got people we got we people. got some pretty notable names. We got people because and I got insurance right here. So hey, yeah, no, put that right in front of your webcam. Yeah, hey, uh, here's my number. It's one two. Shut your mouth. Anyways, oh, not, not sick you. Burn, bro. <laughs> uh, not you, Mike. I'm talking to the guy right there trying to steal my insurance information. I want, I want your insurance. Anyways, uh, what were we talking about? New Japan Pro Wrestling, or do we move on? Oh yeah, John Moxley, uh, Carl Anderson. They were gonna have a feud. I mean, that would have been cool. 
That would have been cool, but nonetheless. Uh, we'll see what happens with New Japan. The only thing that keeps me optimistic is uh, the after show for uh, AEW Dynamite tonight. You know how the Tony Schiavone just kind of sits on Facebook Live and uh, just talks with people on Facebook Live. Which could be problematic because they show people's tweets, you know, on the screen. And some were like, AEW sucks. And then it was by the somebody named the Gobbledygooker. And Shivani's like, oh, Gobbledygooker, you know about sucking. Ha ha ha. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> I love the guy. Uh, but I, you no, know, honestly, on, look. On, 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 so, okay. No, what I was going to say is that somebody asked, uh, what about future, like, what about Raven? working yeah, with New Japan Pro Wrestling, MLW, Ring of Honor? And Tony Shivani said, honestly... He goes with the thing, with the way everything is right now. I think we're going to start to see more and more uh, cross brand promotions. It's already starting with Thunder Rosa and NWA, uh, and we'll see where it goes from here. I mean, they're signing. They're legitimately just yeah. They're they're crossing over by legitimately signing them, a la uh, Ricky Starks. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I mean, and probably Thunder Rosa. Well, I mean, who knows if she wins that title? We don't know. Hmm. Uh, damn! I was thinking of, I, just, I was about to say something, but now I lost my train of thought. Uh, Maybe it wasn't that important. No, anyway, anything else? Uh, no. I mean, I think there was something else we were going to talk about in the news, but I totally spaced on it because we're talking mm. cool. John Maxley, oh, number number one, number one man with a bullet. Number, number one. Yeah. Anyways, uh, dynamite. Shall we just go into dynamite? Why, yes, Corey, Dynamite happened. This is the only Dynamite show, even though I completely forgot to so color your name tag as uh, as yellow because you're the you're the black and gold all the way, all the time. Hey, I even got my Shotzi shirt on tonight. Look at that. Oh, my God, Shotzi. Look at my tank. Oh, hey, my God. I love to, Elvis. Welcome to the ball pit. Boy. Anyway, That's what I Dynamite, uh, Thursday night. August 27, 2020. Fans are back, Corey. Oh, oh my God. I Okay, so when Jericho came out and they sung his theme song, first off, I was like, should you guys be singing? Secondly, I was like, it's so beautiful. Oh, he was, and he was also just entranced <laughs> I, by that. I think I, I shed a and tear a little just bit. All those, all those, uh, all those Judas droplets just going straight to his face. Just, yeah. you love to see it. There's a reason why they say New Japan. Let's just clap. Let's just clap. It's, it's fine. And what? Are, hey, man, we're not the police. I know. We're not their, we're not their dads. We're, not yet, at least. I have not married their How mom. How does that work? Yet. I marry their mom. Cool. Anyway, we start with the tag gauntlet as Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Chris Jericho uh, does the commentary. I thought Excalibur was going to be in this week's tapings, but apparently not. I did not see Excalibur, and I was pretty much just super bummed out. Shivani says soon. Fact. He said soon. He said, "Did he say any like? Is, what did he say that in the post show?" Yeah, he said. Someone asked, "Where's uh, when's Excalibur?" He says, "Very soon." Very He'll soon. come back soon. He's all right. It was his call, and he's going to be all elite all the time because I'm Tony Shivani, and I'm old. <laughs> you make him sound like a 95 year old man. You make him sound he's, like no, he's aging like every second. Uh, courage, <laughs> That's what happened. The he's old like, man. He chose, the old man from Courage to Cowardly Dog, you make him sound like that. No, I made it sound like he chose the wrong Holy Grail in Last Crusade. Anyway, tag gauntlet match. Bucks versus Nightmare Family. I can never – I because Nightmare Collective was a thing, and then it wasn't a thing. And that's why, for some reason, I just that's all I remember. Dustin but it, Dustin Rhodes and, uh, and QT, QT Marshall, Marshall from like five years ago because, Jesus Christ – from, Time is relevant, Corey. I say that, we say this every week. Seeing this guy starting in AEW to now – I I just like that that guy was went through such a transformation with his I body mean, that's shape. What, that's what COVID nineteen does to you. With with his hair loss, he changed everything about himself. And I mean, I don't not I saying mean, really? change yourself. He didn't change that much. Well, he he got he got healthy. He got slim, and he changed his he um he got his he had receding hairline before. He got that he had the surgery done. He had hair plugs. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, Bugs versus Nightmare uh, Collective again. Nightmare Family. There was a spot where I thought myself, I like, the, yeah, there was a spot where I thought to myself, how impressive Dustin still goes. Oh yeah, to this day. Yeah. And then as soon as I type that up, he asks Matt for a breather, and I'm like, well, well, that's reality for you. Uh, Bucks dodge a QT special, kicks his shit, BTE trigger to Marshall, which is kind of a modified uh, golden trigger but it's yeah. to both sides of uh, 
QT Marshall's uh, bald head. And He's Bucks win. Bald. First match. Uh, up next, Bucks versus best friends. So, yeah, Ty Gauntlet match. Bow, 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 uh, bow, bow. You know how that works. They Whoever wins advances to the next match. One team enters. The other team comes. Then they lose. And then another team comes in. And then one team One loses. literally dies. Up next, Bucks versus best friends. Chuck lands on his knee and sells it, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Trent spears Nick on the outside. Nick does a German on Trent on the apron on the apron side. Mm-hmm. Trent counters a Northern Lights from Matt into a tornado DDT. Commentary puts over Bucks fatigue setting in, considering the fact that they wrestled a match beforehand. You know the story of every gauntlet match. Soul food half yeah. and half, and they give the people what they want. Again, Excalibur, you are sorely missed, but yet Tony does the call, which ain't good enough. Attempted strong zero, but Nick attempts a roll up for a two count. Bucks are about to do a Meltzer driver, Meltzer driver, oh, but, all, but out of nowhere, Adam Page emerges from the shadow and grabs Nick's ankle as I Trent d- rolls up. I'll yeah. grab the microphone like he did, so I got turned hauling. Yeah. Oh my God, he's holding on to it. Why, Adam? Why? What yeah. are you so doing? So Adam Page like out of nowhere way. grabs Nick's ankle as Trent rolls up. Matt for the pin and win. Okay. Adam Page prevents Bucks prevents the Bucks from winning this gauntlet match. So what was the motivation behind uh Hangman Adam Page doing this? Oh, guess we'll find out. Well, what do you think? I'm asking oh, okay. you. Yeah, yeah, I'm asking I, you. Oh, okay. So um <laughs> I know I thought that was a rhetorical question. Like, why did Adam Page do well, what he had to do? Was it the Denver Broncos? Chef? Who killed Roger Rabbit? Okay. Oh, who framed Roger Rabbit? But yeah, uh, Adam Page, he, I think he just wanted FT. He wanted to wrestle FTR because he wanted, he's just, he's, he's Adam Page is definitely like me where he'd rather see himself wrestling FTR than he would wrestle the young bucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I yeah. think he was just like, fuck dude. Like that match is great and all hangman Adam Page versus uh, hangman oh, oh, Page we, and Omega versus bucks. Oh, we done Some that. might say match of the year, but we've done that. Yeah, I think that's just what he. Thought. I need to compete with my other match that I had. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I wanted to see it. I so, didn't want the Bucks to win, but also it kind of protects uh, the Bucks from facing FTR on free TV. So yeah. you know, that's a, that's that. So no, Adam Page was just looking out in the best interest of AEW. That's what I think. Yeah, well, he was you know to what? Make as many matches as fresh as possible. You know what? I the simple storyline answer is that he's drunk. Well, no, is that last week he was re or a couple weeks ago he was really pissed at FTR for going after uh, the Rock and Roll Express because he was a big fan of the Rock and Roll Express going up growing up. He went after FTR and they told him to chill out. And now he's trying to get FTR to win for a match against him. He wants to take care of FTR himself. He wants to take them out for revenge for the Rock and Roll Express. Um, although so he just he just wanted he just wanted to make sure by any means necessary just he wants FTR. Yeah, to stop it, you know, to to nip it in the bud, you know, as they would say in the cowboy terms or towns or whatever. Although I will say this, it, I think it will lead to the Kenny Omega heel turn once they lose the tag titles to FTR. Uh, it's not looking like it, but it could be a swerve. Yeah, um, like that's because they had there's yeah, no, they alluded to Kenny Omega. There's that's the thing, AEW. There's a million fucking directions going on all at once with the same characters on different shows. And I, I know people say being the elite is not technically part of all elite wrestling, but come on. Oh come on! It I is. I mean, why do you think? I mean, that's what made that's what made, that show made the Dark Order. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, a couple did weeks you watch ago. BTE? I don't think I did this week. No, but I was gonna say. Remember, I was talking about Ricky Starks last week on BTE. I was wrong. It was not BTE that I remember seeing him in. It was Sammy Guevara's uh, vlog that he does. Um, uh, Ricky Starks is very good in that. So okay, keeping kayfabe alive ain't no reason why Ricky Starks would hang out with those elite geeks. But yeah. being the elite, um, uh, that what happened? Dar- this week? It's it is Dark Order's best week. I'll say that. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, he, he won it the is title. A, they are this one in particular is amazing. Brody yeah. Lee is transcendent. Everyone's yeah. transcendent. John Silver, Alex Reynolds. Oh my God, it's. It's so good. Oh my god. It's so good. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. But nonetheless, we got a show to do. Best friends versus FTR. Picture in picture, FTR wastes no time and just straight up beat on them. They were on that picture in picture call like segue all night. Like, we're gonna go picture in picture, right? Restaurant quality. Picture in picture. Three, two, one. Anytime. Okay. Okay, so they yeah they work all over Chuck's knee, which he was selling in the previous match. Pretty much dictates the entire match. Tony reminds us that within FTR's contract, it requires that every match of theirs has tag ropes. That's 
Yeah. So it's basically it's their Ravens rules. Yeah. Well, they 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 got that put in their contract. Remember with uh, remember when Tolly on Arn were in the the room with them. They said we always want tag ropes in all our matches. That's what. uh, Yeah. That's I mean like that's pretty interesting. Like why don't they just do that for every match? (laughs) Uh, Because of the Bucks. Okay. You know that's and Lucha style. Lucha style I think isn't there's no tag rope. I think Lucha style when somebody gets out of the ring the next their partner comes in. Uh, was there a tag rope in last week's match then? With FTR? FTR? No, 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 no. Not last week. Um, the six man. Oh, they didn't sign contracts on that. Okay. Whatever. Maybe too hard on this. Tony reminds us that within FTR. Yeah. Okay. I said that already. Dax Harwood does an E-bar of some sort on Chuck's injured knee for the submission victory and a trip to Omega and Paige's tag titles. Congratulations. Submission victory in a tag match. That's, you know, I normally don't see that because you Whenever there's a submission going on, like you would, you would, the the partner would just stop that. But this was kind of a, yeah. This was a, this was indeed a finish. It this didn't happened. need to be as long as it needed to be. I think they just they needed to get from point A to point B, and that's for FTR to be your number one contenders for the tag t- titles. I was so, worried. Yeah. I was worried the match was going to be a lot longer when they were. Yeah, no, they got time. They they did not have enough time for that. Because I'm, just, I'm I'll be honest, I'm not looking forward to the 60 minute match next week on NXT. I'm, oh I'm yeah, I'm kind of dreading it. I'm just all week. I mean, it's one. It's a. It's half of the show. I know, but I'm just like rolling. Over or more than show. half because you gotta. No, or you think God. they'll do it in real time? I have to do the best review of this match ever. I, there's. I gotta do it, man. There's, yeah, there, man. There's Imagine no... if you're doing main roster reviews. You had to review the best match ever between Edge and Randy Orton. Oh, good thing or the skip... greatest match. Good ever. thing we skipped that one, right? Good thing yeah, I didn't get. I did. didn't light a fire. Of I, did. I didn't light a fire under my ass until after that fucking pay per view. Oh man, didn't have a, uh, didn't have uh, what's his name? I don't uh, know. Ring announcer uh, passed away yeah. recently. Oh, uh, Finkel. Yes, Howard Finkel. He did not announce your name. No, doing so. Anyway, Darby Allen, student film time. Uh, he's wearing Ricky Stark's face, and he says and says he's not afraid of anything as he climbs a bridge and thumbtacks are stuck on his back. God damn it, Darby. Did you uh, see Dana? Dobby? Oh my god! Oh, oh my god, Dobby Allen, he's so crazy. Yeah, everyone's just like, Darby. Did you? Was that Darby? Oh my god! Like, I'm trying to. Yeah. Every time I do a Taz impersonation, I just sound like an old Jewish woman. <laughs> oh my god! Did you see Taz? Oh, did Brian, you see Dobby? Brian, Allen? Ricky, let's go. We're gonna go out there. Put your new FTW hats. Expired. Hats on. Put, Expired. Put your Expired. new X- FTW hats on. Let's go. Um, yeah. Don't be giving me well, sass like you know, I that. Wonder, Ricky. I wonder. I wonder. You know, how, you should how... wear socks with your shoes, or else they'll fall off in an event that someone drop kicks you. Anyway, they announced the casino battle royale. I feel like Darby. Brian Cage would have a mom like that, like where she would just literally like Brian, wear your sweater, Mister Brian Cage, and he's like, "Oh, mom, it, I'm, I'm, I'm full of me. I'm, I am a sweater. I am me. I, I go through all of these, and whenever I flex, they just rip. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I will keep selling them for you, Brian." I can only afford extra large, not two yeah. XL. That's our Northern California, Northern California brethren. So, yeah, yeah. They announced the Casino Battle Royale. Darby and Alan, Darby and Lance Archer are your first your your announced participants as of this show. We'll figure out who we'll we'll know who. Oh, for the Battle Royale. Yep, Casino Battle Royale. They're gonna try that again. Um, Lance yeah. Archer versus Sean Maluda. Maluda tries to Pearl Harbor Archer. Archer proceeds to kill him. Archer no sells Maluda strikes. Oh, um, Sean com- Maluda from the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. From the Cruiserweight Classic. He wrestled Kota Ibushi. Can you imagine if he won against Kota Ibushi? Anyway, commentators have Archer ranked number two. I wonder what that means. Uh, blackout and EBD claw slams to Maluda for the win. As Jericho yells Blackout in his finest. <laughs> Falsetto. I hope the microphone registered that. And the post match, Jake pimps the casino battle royale. Uh, it was a uh, match. not much. Are you uh, ready, Archer? Uh, like Jake, so stop talking. Give him the mic. So Jake pimps the casino battle royale and talks about the blemish on Archer's record. We're fourteen and one. What are we gonna do about that? Ask We're Archer win. if he can. <sighs> that was Archer. Because everybody, everybody, he just he whispers the end. Of like, dude, uh, he asks Archer if he can go through 20 other men for the shot. He says everybody dies. Then Brian Cage, Starks, and Taz come out. And I'm just, I am just, su- first of all, there's no more who can stop the path of Cage. It's just some songs. <laughs> no, but the, it's not who can stop the path of Cage. Now it's like FTW.com. <laughs> 
like what? It's like pimp- uh, he's pimping I like his podcast. He, it says FTW before the FTW, and then he comes out with the FTW hat. Cage has the FTW title. How is that not on sale? On I'm AEW like, dude, you guys now? are so brand on their brand, so that's good. At least they're trying to build a brand. Oh yeah, no, that's kind of the that's that's a five year plan. No, they're, uh, they're so maybe we'll battle yeah, them. Brian, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, and Taz come out. This honestly, it just became an argument between Taz and uh, Jake the Snake. They were just two uncles arguing at the family cookout. It was, you know, this was an argument for scripts. I, like- I liked it. No, I liked it, but this was sort of an argument for scripts because it there was an awkward pause, and then there and then all of a sudden you hear Darby's music come on, and then there was another awkward pause as he skates to the. I could just hear, I could just feel Tony yeah. Khan just saying like, "Okay, uh, this is going nowhere. All right, let's play the play, play the Darby Allen music. Where's Darby? Where's Darby? He's yeah. in catering. He has to skate his ass all here right now, right now. Okay, let's go. He's crying but, in catering. Get him out there. I know he's eating his feelings away, but get him out there. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. hope you find happiness soon. I hope both of them do. Yeah. Uh, awkward pause happens as Darby skates to the ring and drop kicks the shoes out of Starks as we end the segment. Starks is so uh, bad, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Darby Allen, uh, this casino battle royale, um, we'll get there, but it's looking like a snack. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's gonna, it's looking good. I mean, AEW has a loaded roster. I mean, anything I say about this is just going to be generic filler to be like, it's going to be a great match and they're great participants. And I think everybody in this match can do great things. And yeah, I wish AEW was shittier so we can have more variety things to say. (laughs) I mean, Darby Allen, I think is going to win it. I mean, that's my, my, Uh, my no, I think Lance Archer, he's ranked number two. It's, It's the only logical thing. Why would you be ranked number two? That's easy way to get to number one. A harder way to get to number one is winning a battle royal. Just saying, bro. I'm just saying. Oh man, not until you said bro. I was I was with you until you said bro. Okay, let's move on. A video promo for Thunder Rosa versus Sheeta for the women's title, uh, AEW Women's Championship. Billy Corgan's voice just puts Rosa uh, over. Hey, He's like, "Hey guys, hey everybody, uh, Thunder Rosa's real cool and all. The world is a vampire." <laughs> You know, despite that's literally despite what he Ro- said. Despite Rose's rage, she is still just a. She's cage. a fighting champion, and I no. think she oh. all champions should be fighting. And yay, NWA! I'm the owner. Wanna go for a ride? That was my. What's your What's your favorite Smashing Pumpkins? It's probably what's it the melancholy one? Tonight, tonight. I think that's the first one I heard because of the tonight, tonight. That's I saw the video. That was a big one. I like Zero. I like Zero a lot. Tonight. Oh, the one you just sang. Want to go for a ride? Yeah. Well, Thunder Rouses is a meaningful contender when emptiness is loneliness and loneliness. That's enough Spanish. Thunder Rosa, though, I, I am actually, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see her wrestle in AEW. Yeah, she has a good look. Um, Great look. You know, how and many more? She has. Le- how many? How many more people are they gonna? How many more people are AEW gonna employ with a uh, half skull face paints? Like you think her and Darby Allen, like if they're just in a room together, one has on the one side, and they just they, do the they, Dragon Ball Z. They, yeah, shit. they form one person. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, I don't think she's going to be signed to AEW. I think it's just... Oh, yeah, no, she's on loan. Yeah, so it's going to be she, a great It match. would be cool. I mean, Thunder Rosa is a pretty talented individual. Yeah. Have you watched her shit in, in NWA? I mean, I've seen her live a whole bunch, you know, especially yeah. here. Ooh, okay, Corey. In Northern California. You got you got me there. Got street cred. <laughs> this is Thunder Rosa. This is City Wrestling Radio. Well, I got to meet myself. I got to burp. Or you could have kept talking, but whatever. No, I wanted, I wanted it. I really want it. Do it for the listeners, man. This is their first time listening to this. You well, got to give them introduce the burp. You got to establish that soon. MJF for end. John Moxley contract signing. MJF has the neck brace using Vince McMahon 1992, 1992 steroid trial tactic. I feel for him because this, you know, I, 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 Exa- I hey hook line and sinker, Corey. You, you, know. you just bought into him. Um, commentators report that Mox is PWI number one this year. Uh, this pisses off Jericho and asks who's number two, which they can't say because it's Adam Cole, baby. Uh, we didn't say this last week, but the paradigm shift is banned from the match. I didn't think we meant well, that. not yet, not until he signs the contract. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, he has to sign the contract. They want him to sign the contract to ban the paradigm shift because he's being threatened to be sued by that little lawyer, Smart Mark dude. Sterling. Yeah, whatever his name is. Smart Mark Sterling. He's a wrestler. He In is? fact, we'll find out how good of a wrestler he is next week, but I digress. 
MJF says he never got the hype for Mox and just thought he was just crazy, which was always what I described face Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Like when Ma, when yeah. when when he said that when MJF said that it was like, oh shit, he took the words right out of my he's mouth. He's a big he's a big CWR fan. I mean, he, he mm-hmm. messaged me all the time. He was like, that Michael. Ooh, I agree with him. And I oh, don't man. I don't MJF agree with likes, that, that MJF likes me. What does that say about me? Uh, he says he'll take Mox out consistently and concisively, which uh, I typed that into Google Docs. It's not a word. Uh, and calls Mox a glorified goon. He says anywhere outside the ring is Mox's territory and compares him to Sandman, New Jack, and Sushi Onita and calls all of them hot garbage. So he co- he just called New Jack hot garbage. That, I just oh, yeah, want to no, make that gonna, perfectly he's clear. Every vein, he's going to cut every vein in that boy's body. I just want to make that perfectly Same. clear. He called New Jack hot garbage. You hear that, I'm New sta- Jack? I'm going to stab him in the stomach, and I'll do it again. Yeah. Um, he said, uh, then MJF, he just puts on, like, wrestler, wrestler nerd cred uh, 101, where he just says, he studies Buddy Rogers, and he studies all these old guys that I just can't remember. He then mentions Mox's hot wife as Mox gets up on the table. Uh, he says, banning the paradigm shift will force him to be creative, and that nothing MJF will say matters, and that nothing he'll sign matters, and that on September 5th, He's a dead man. Yeah. And as soon as Moxley signs the contract, MJF and company just collectively loses their shit. But then, uh-uh, a contract signing. Mox made MJF sign a con- sign the contract first, which he didn't know had an additional page, which contains a tune-up match involving smart Mark Sterling. A 17th Mark- page, to be yeah, precise. Yeah, there were 16 pages. There was a 17th. I'm like, first of all, there's a one, it's like, what? What else, What could they say that constitutes like an entirely different page? I think it was just one of those things where it's just one sentence in page 17. Yeah. yeah. So just like my notes right here. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Tune-up match. Smart Mark Sterling. And if Mark, if Mark Sterling doesn't show up, uh, MJF doesn't get his match. Oh, um, yeah. So, like... I get Mark Sterling losing his shit, but then I don't really understand why like MJF is like yeah. too pissed off because he, he's not wrestling. He's like, he, I, gotta... I guess he's, I guess he's just that good of an attorney. He he needs him. Okay, so yeah, the thing about this too is that um, yeah, I mean, I don't get why MJ. I mean, there's a chance the guy could run. You know, there's a chance. Guy, I mean, I don't, don't want to face he's, Moxley. He's, he's a wrestler. Like yeah. Mark Sterling well, is an actual wrestler. Dude. Not in AEW. He's not in AEW. He's okay. a lawyer. Okay, I mean, storyline wise. I mean, you got to go with the storyline here. Um, I mean, I could sit here and say that, like, I am a butcher, but how does that help me do a podcast right here? I mean, every time I go inside your house, you you always open the door with a knife. That's I, that's just protection. I I feel and ev- you wear white, and there's a lot of blood in it. I'm like, dude, what the hell? I thought you were gonna say I, I wear a quarter. I wear a leather mask with no um with no mouth and no eye holes, and and you remove your handlebar mustache before you record. There you go. Uh, but no, yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where MJF is going with this or why he's. I mean, regardless out. of that, I thought this was a money fucking segment. Well, because or uh, sorry, I was called really fucking good in the mic, and Moxley. they know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, Moxley, he was kind of making a point that he doesn't need the paradigm shift to beat anyone, and in fact, he, and he and he uses and he uses like he he's finished matches without the paradigm. I was gonna shift. say he proved it against Brian Cage. He almost tore Brian Cage's. He almost tore his bicep out, or his tricep, or his kicep, licep. I don't know, one of those muscles. And uh, you know, although he did not tap, he still won the match with a finisher. So he's completed matches before without the paradigm shift. I mean, he's done dirty deeds before. That's not okay. Yeah. So that's what that's so that in and of itself kind of takes me out a little bit yeah. into the build of this. But regardless of that, like. Um, they have done a pretty good job building up to this. You well, know? What are MJF's chances to win the title? I see Moxley wins this. This is this is uh, MJF's first title loss. I mean, first uh, first loss. Yeah. I don't think MJ. I think it's too early for MJF to get the title. I think it would be a mistake if he gets the title now. Um, considering what I want, what I want in the direction of the AEW championship. Unless, you know? unless. Ambrose is, or sorry, not Ambrose. Moxley is mm, just I like I know. I, I feel like the the music's gonna start playing in my room. The lights are gonna come down. He's gonna YouTube come is in, gonna strike that. He's gonna come in, pin me, and take my tenderloin title. Uh, no, I um. What if he goes to Japan for a while? What if that's his plan? What if his plan is like, hey, I'm gonna go to Japan for a while. Let's take this title off me. It's a I possibility. I don't think that's gonna happen, but I will just let you live your life thinking I'm, that. No, way no, I'm it. not saying it's gonna happen, but it's a possibility it could happen. He has that other title; he's gonna have to defend soon. He's gonna have to do something about. So when? 
That's all I got to say. If not, when? Yeah. And if not, or if, when, how? Mm. We get a video recap of Best Friends versus Proud and Powerful. Um, uh, yeah, they do the whole car angle. And then it leads us to our next match, Lucha Bros and Butcher and Blade with Eddie Kingston versus Griff Garrison, Joey Janela, Brian Pillman Jr., Sonny Kiss, and Joey Janela. I wrote Joey Janela twice. And I'm not gonna he because he's so nice. I said it twice. Uh, the AEW Dark Crew. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. The, the the AEW Dark Bus. Yeah. You know they just they just roll them out there. Uh, Penta chops the shit out of Griff Garrison, which Tanara Conti in the front row was just super into it. It was like ooh, Penta. Yeah, she had a very Latinos dark do, laugh. Latinos do really do it better. Oh a, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, also, Penta is one-eyed for some reason. You notice that mask? It's like, is he paying tribute to Rey Mysterio? Like, Maybe. hey, you didn't sign the... Like, I, I thought you were going to sign the contract. I had this special gear. You Maybe, come out. Maybe he... Uh... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was just thinking, maybe did Venom ever have just, like, one eye at a certain point? I don't think so, no. Okay, because he does that Venom-inspired gear all the time now. You're asking the wrong CWR co-host about I this I know, stuff. I know, I know. Yeah. That, that's I a Jose question. I about that. Uh, they build. I mean, I can, I can be, I can do a Jose impersonation. No, uh, no I, th- I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. They build heat on all. <laughs> they build heat on Janela for uh, for Sonny to do the hot tag, and Sonny has really refined his offense. I thought Sonny actually outshined everybody. Yeah. All like his entire team. He looks good. Like, Looking good. Really good. That's like just does the splits and just fucking does the guillotine leg drop on all those motherfuckers that's the thing about this quarantine is that a lot of these guys are really going to refine their skills because oh, yeah, they no, they're like nothing else they're to like do. they're just like they're wrestling without any consequences i mean i don't know about consequences no but they're training like there's no consequences yeah it's like it's like they're it's like a wrestling school exactly so they're always like what are they gonna do they can't go to the beach they can't do this they can't do that so we're gonna do train train keep training what can i do to make or this build better? a wrestling ring in their backyard like the fucking young books precisely uh, Janela does a fucking Death Valley driver to Phoenix on the goddamn apron. Ah. Um, it, it's a reminder of maybe that's why they don't have they don't trot Phoenix out every week on Dynamite because they'll just do shit like this every week. And when they actually want him, he'll yeah. probably get injured. Uh, he won't. Knock on wood. Penta does a back. Okay. And uh, speaking of dangerous spots, Penta does a fucking package pile driver to, to Janela again on the fucking apron. Yeah. And then hot tag to Pillman Jr. The commentary just pretty much says, oh, Pillman Jr. Remember Brian Pillman? And he does a bunch of high-flying spots because, you know, high-flying. What, what were they saying? Like, you know, Brian Pillman, Brian Pillman Jr.? Well, do you remember Brian Pillman? Did you know that that's his son? I, <laughs> I'd never have guessed. Oh, my God. Really? I mean, okay. Sure. I, I could see it. Yeah. The name, the junior, uh, I mean, the, the hair, hair, the look, pretty much everything. I see it now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go, no, uh, yeah, go. no, I didn't. Uh, Penta driver to Pillman Jr. pin and win. Yeah. That was the match. I want Sonny versus Phoenix. Hey. Fuck, I just want anybody versus Phoenix, but Sonny, I, Sonny Kiss was a star of this match, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Uh, What'd you think? No, it, it was a great match. Um, super technical. I mean, I loved yeah. it. Uh, post-match, Eddie Kingston, they should give this man the mic every week. In fact, they didn't give him enough time on the mic this week. He just comes out and announces his entire team to be in the Casino Battle Royale. Again, Taz accent, because um, they're both from New York. Uh, yeah. Well, he also said, he said, stable team. He goes, forget all that. These are just my family. These are the people I've wrestled on the independent scene with for a long time. So they're not necessarily a stable or anything. They're just friends watching yeah. each other's backs. Yeah. And uh, did you see so, his shirt? Uh, yeah, uh, all lives can't matter until black lives matter. Yeah. Word up, Eddie. Yeah. Shit. yeah. We go over Brody versus Cody from last week. Um, Brody, Cody. Yeah, his, his, the, the death of In Cody. In That's Florida. Yeah. That's what I call Florida, floaty. Nice. Going to floaty. They should, they should float. Dark Order comes out with a fucking coffin, like it's some Nigerian uh, funeral meme. You seen that <laughs> it one really was, because they were just like, what's up? I feel like that's what they were trying to go for. Like they were gonna like. I feel like only half of them knew what they were, what was happening, and then the other half was like, "Why are you guys going faster? Stop it!" Yeah, they they just they just couldn't keep up. Ten's like, "What's uh, going on out there?" 
So yeah, Dark Order comes out with a coffin. Evil Uno says the entire group is on cloud nine since Brody's win. He says Grayson bought a nice car and John Silver bought six of the nicest lawnmowers he can find. <laughs> and then they were just on display like, yeah, no, this is the Dark Order now. I am, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> uh, they open the casket, number 10 with his finest nightmare neck tattoo. Uh, he just comes out and laughs and just mocks cody i as, thought it uh, was cody for a moment it was not it was not cody for a moment uh, when i saw the neck tattoo i was like oh is that no 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 and then out comes brody lee uh, brody then tells tony to come to the ring for the interview like he just storms into the commentary desk and is like you in now yeah uh, brody says he told cody that the beautiful piece of gold is coming to him and gave him back the silver one and whoop just like that he whips him he uh he whipped him. it out and gave it just to like him. Yep. Uh, he says he buried the Nightmare family and that the open challenge is over and no more TV time for all the independent wrestlers and that Cody will never get it back. Then Brody introduces Anna Jay and then Silver then interrupts Brody telling them that he's the man. He's the man. And then just gets punched instant- instantly and just sells it like death because John Silver is a fucking treasure. I love John Silver. Uh, and also Anna Jay, number 99, if anyone was interested. She's the 99. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Uh, it's, it's not like eleven or twelve or wait, or, doesn't that even put her like significantly below everybody? Then I don't think it's the, is it. Ranking? There's the exalted one. Oh, and then there's ten. Oh yeah, that's not, maybe there's one, two, three, four. Maybe it's the other way around for women. I don't know. Maybe one over one hundreds. The the. Maybe they just, I I if I'm Anna J, I'd question that. Uh, excuse anyway. me, Mr. Brody Lee. Um, what? I, I was oh never mind. That guy was yelling and off like he was screaming. Oh yeah, no, that dude was profusely. pretending that he that guy was pretending he was talking to Vince. Um uh, Dustin and QT then storm the ring for for Cody's honor, but they get killed immediately. Scorpio Sky then fights them as well, but Anna slaps him in the face which gives Lee the opportunity to hit Sky hit Sky from behind. Brody then leaves as Matt Cardona comes in for the save, uh, beating down Evil Uno on the outside. And then it's like, like Lee is like, okay, I'm done, you guys. I'm just going to leave. And then as soon as Matt Cardona just comes in and evens out everything, like Brody Lee, he just comes out again like, what? what? I thought I, you guys had this. Where were you? Fuck? I was walking. Why weren't you guys? Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, this to me, like, yeah. So it was a stare down between the faces and heels. Mm-hmm. And later on the show, we get the announcement that everybody those guys are facing each other all out yeah i thought this was a segment that really wanted to drive home the vibe that dark order has been doing and being the elite and just put that on over to dynamite like they have been listening to brian alvarez more than they have dave Meltzer. yeah i think that's good you know because that's Mm -hmm. what got dark order over like this like these just these uh they're they're serious enough but they can also there's a bit of levity to it just so it's not you know completely all in on that because yeah. it's fun it's fun but then you, you can also you can also take them seriously i mean the brody lee thing that's what the brody the brody lee angle from last week that's what that accomplished yeah. but this uh, i liked a lot what about you um you hated it no no i i really like the dark it's just i don't know about like I, I, the whole being the elite it's just it's them their characters on being the elite has taken precedence over the entire dark order which i'm it's funny and i like it but i don't know if i can it take is constantly the... the most praised thing about being the elite week after yeah week. yeah and, yeah, know, yeah and i know and i feel like that's what they they want that reception but carry should on over to dynamite but should dark order be focusing more on that their character work or how great of wrestlers they have in their stable i know i know long john i Silver. feel like that's their i mean i feel like they're able to do that once the bell rings though I think we need to see more of uh, number ten uh, cleaning house. I think you know. I think even... that guy's too. I think they think he's too green. I mean, he wrestled Preston, a couple matches. Preston on Vance. Preston Vance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's part. Of, he's, he is technically part of the Nightmare family in real life. Um, he's Cody's like protege, isn't he? I don't know. I believe so. I think I believe that's actually in real life Cody's protege. So I, I don't know. I, I just I want to see them more. Do, like actual the rest of them being more dominating in the ring and not just Brody Lee. So that's all. That's all I got to say. That's all. That's all. Fair enough. Dasha is with Adam page. And uh, before he can answer for his actions, Buck storm in and call him insecure. You're a drunk. What's wrong with you? Uh, Nick and Matt emotionally calls page a drunk as he gets kicked out of the elite. 
They so, were they were pushy Christians. Formally, yeah, formally. So they 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 get the they bet. That's you know I have, I have a lot of alcohol within that jack, and they just they just put it right on his face. Like they were like. You get the, you get that on his eye. You get that on his eye. Like that shit will sting. Well, that. that well, did you see fun. who threw it? Well, Matt that threw the the liquor. Yeah. Right? Uh, he threw it so gingerly that it was like I felt like he was aiming for like the side. No, of it's his... whiskey. It's not ginger ale. Oh, I get it. Joke. Ha ha ha. Uh, but he threw it so lightly that I felt like he was trying not to hit his eyes. Like he was making sure he didn't hit his eyes. Oh, he got his eyes, dude. He was like, <laughs> you could tell. Uh, okay, good. And they yeah, leave. So, and nope. okay, hold on. And then the mirror was broken, and I'm like, "Where's Mojo Raleigh?" I mean, God damn it, God damn it. I was thinking the same thing. Um, yeah. As the door closes closes on him, I write down, "We see Paige staring at a broken mirror," and that yeah. is that brings a little bit more intrigue to this Adam Page. They're story hinting line. at the heel turn. They're hinting at the heel turn, but then it's going to be Kenny that's actually going to turn heel because that's not what you expected. Kenny and the Bucks. Because they're gonna come out and I don't gonna, know. Bucks have the thing is Bucks have enough reasons to do what whatever the hell they're gonna do next. Yeah. Because I which I don't know. I don't fucking write it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what goes on in that in that pipeline. But I at least it's moving. You know, there's just some there was some weeks where I was all like, I kind of don't like they're kind of treading on water a little bit. They're just doing yeah. matches just for the sake of matches. But oh, well. yeah, we got the ball rolling here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is everything okay on your end? No, I was just, I thought I heard uh, some noise in the background, but no, yeah, we're good. Okay. Uh, Big Swole versus Penelope Ford and Swole. Rebel Handicap Match. Swole. Yeah. Uh, Britt says if Swole wins, she can have whatever type of match she wants with Baker on All Out, which is her return. We get more of Rebel pretending to be, to be a bad wrestler. Frankensteiner to Rebel, ref distraction from Sabian, gets four on from Swole. Moonsault from Rebel to Swole for a two count. Swole does a thing to Ford. Uh, I didn't catch it. I have no playback, but she wins. Uh, apparently, this match was fucking terrible. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I saw what some, I saw some of it. I saw some of it, but I was at work while I was. Um... Mm, real life. Real life, pal. In real life, it was it was restaurant grade work I was doing, and I couldn't watch yeah. the match fully. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was nothing to write home about. Like, no, it was, it was not. Yeah, did not catch my eye at all. I do like Swole, um, but there are people I like. It's just it's these combinations. Uh, I think it should have just been Baker and Swole, but then you don't. I know well, you don't want Baker to. Was I Baker mean, in the I ring? Mean, no, no, not Baker and Swole. Uh, Ford and Baker. I mean Ford and Swole. In my yeah. cards shuffled here. Um. Yeah, it was it wasn't great. Yeah, Grayson Uno and Anna hand Tainara a Dark Order folder straight out of my fifth grade closet bin. Um, They're just they just come back. I'm like, oh, the Dark Order's coming back out, guys. Great. I had, I had enough of them, but then yeah, they come out with this like this just messed up looking like construction paper folder that you would hastily buy in a Target says, just so says, you can keep your eight eight by eight and a half by eleven. Signed well, copy. it's where you'd put your uh, introduction paperwork for new members, because uh, they were trying to recruit uh, Tainara Conti. Or what's her name again? Just Conti. Tainara Conti. They just call her Tainara. Tainara, yeah. Um, so I mean, they hand her the folder, and like she's just like, she doesn't even look at it. She just tugs Anna J because Tay J, <laughs> yeah. you know, tag teams. Yeah, yeah. great. I thought it was nice. Uh, yeah, I just. Uh, She's I, a dumb I, member of the Dark Order. I guess. It's just her and Colt. Like, what has happened with Colt Cabana now? There's, there's he's just there. I know. Hey, like, these what? guys are pretty swell. I mean, hey, hey, listen, listen, Corey. He has not paid for a single meal ever since he was hanging out with these guys. I, the whole point of him joining it's the Dark Order was for him to win matches, and they're not also, pushing that angle of him winning matches. So, also, isn't his face like fucking filled with gold? Oh, you didn't watch BT. Uh, no. <laughs> never mind. No. Face is not filled with gold. I swear, if they come out with that as a storyline, I've had it. I'm done. No I'm kidding. Sammy Guevara, cards time. Broken spirits. Broken Sammy. Not a chance. Broken Matt. Stand by. Prepare to witness the breaking of a legend. Matt Hardy. You can't delete a Spanish god. Hit me up as we see a drawing of a broken table because that brings us to our tables match. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara, which is our main event. Yeah. Sammy gets busted open during the picture in picture. Um, in fact, most of this match was in picture in picture. Stipulation is that the table must break in an offensive manner. So you must throw your opponent to a table and that that's what it counts. Oh, if so no miss, falling into the, no, just like randomly. Yeah, if falling. you miss as what happened uh, into this match, if you miss uh, or if Matt gets through a table off a dive in which Sammy moves out of the way, it won't count. 
and that happened. Maybe that is an offensive I manner. I mean, technically, but I see the actual count. Point. It was ref's discretion, whatever. Uh, twist of fate. Okay, so Matt does this twist of fate with a chair on Sammy, and then as soon as they land on impact, the chair just props up. Like, and I just thought that looked really awesome. It was yeah. just like, oh, it's like one of those. It's like a Breaking Bad pizza rooftop moment where that shit wasn't supposed to happen, but it looks great. Let's just keep it in. Yeah. Uh, Matt breaks out a table with the word delete spray painted on it. Guevara then does a superplex with a chair propped up underneath it, which probably was not fun for Matt Hardy to take and wins this match. They were uh, both busted open, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. I forgot to mention Sammy Guevara had a terrible, terrible fucking gash, which, you know, you think it was a receipt. Oh, breaking news. Apparently, they have all elite wrestling figures in the Bay Area at the Walmart. Oh, uh, buddies. And at, what in uh, Roner Roner Park? No, I believe San Leandro. Well, gotta make the drive, Corey. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, two people busted open, both of them, and Sammy Guevara t- getting the victory over Matt Hardy. I think it's perfectly justified to put Sammy Guevara over Matt Hardy because it's Matt Hardy. Because he's old. And it's not just because he's old, but it's Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy can give like they had. He had this great match with Sammy, and now you're building the future. It's smart but then what does sammy have after this i don't think think again again, if you look at no if you look at uh dude if you look at all elite wrestling twitter account it says sammy Guevara and matt hardy it's far from over oh well then it's not done then they're gonna have another match and another match and another and they'll lead somewhere it's just we just don't know now which but then that's the thing we have faith just like the dark order will follow through with this you know yeah they the nightmare collective too what about that yeah, well, you know, again, just stuff let that the we care about. let the musicians play their own music. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I thought the match was was as long as it needed to be. It was a damn shame that it, most of it was on picture in picture. Yeah. Um, I guess they were just kind of hand their hands were tied with TNT. But yeah, that a short, brutal match. Uh, main event, post match, Orange Cassidy's music plays, and then on the background you see Orange Cassidy run so fucking fast, just like to yeah. Jericho. As they both attack each other, and then it was a schmoz, a schmoz, a schmoz. Jericho attacks Orange Cassidy back as Jim Ross just hastily just Water, gets how us. What are you doing? Just gets us to end this show. And Johnny's was... like, "We need to get out of here, Jim. Let's go." Yeah, we're out of time. See you on Thunder. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that was Dynamite. That was a pretty good show. Yeah. I... Really? I, I wasn't uh, the swole, the the big swole and Baker match from. No, not Baker. Uh, Ford match the, the was easily was yeah. I can easily say that was the worst match of the yeah. show. Um, the tag the tag gauntlet I thought it wasn't it wasn't blow away, but it didn't really need to be. It just needed to advance storyline, which I thought was not a lot. Like there wasn't a a, a lot to it wrestling wise, but yeah. it did just it did a lot thing. to no it did a lot to service all out. You Here, know, yeah. it did a lot to service all out. Yeah. You know, uh, going into that pay per view, it made all out seem pretty important. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, the only thing I would say about that is I think sometimes these guys who are great performers in the ring, when they do wacky stuff like someone coming down and just holding the leg of someone, it's kind of like, what, what's going on? Uh, like, that, I'm surprised that wasn't a disqualification because there was a little WWE, like you know what I mean? Like it was very WWE-ish for Hangman Page to come down and hold his leg. I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying it is, and they. Personally, we're just kind of like, oh, no, it's happening. Oh, I got rolled up. And it was just so like, okay, well, you guys can play into it a little bit more. You know, give a little bit more enthusiasm. But other than that, it was a good show. Um, I do feel like it was a longer episode of BTE, though. So, I don't know. That's not a bad thing. Not necessarily. But, yeah. That was Dynamite. That w- I'm all chawed out, man. That was dynamite, and that was the second half of the B show this week. Uh, we are going to be doing another double header next week because NXT mm. will be on Tuesday, and AEW Dynamite will be on Wednesday. Uh, supposedly, I mean, they said you know, they even mentioned you know, next week we're going to see some matches on Wednesday. Uh, right now, that's what we know um, because they were just. Saying that just in case anything happens with schedule changes in the NBA. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. If you want to hear our whole discussion about that, go check out the B show from yesterday where we talk about NXT from yesterday. Uh, so I said next week, like I said, two shows of the B show. We split up again. Me and Michael, or no, not me and Michael, me and Jose, and maybe you 
We'll be back Sunday morning with our retro SummerSlam 98 review. And then me and Jose will be back again Sunday night with our payback review. Apparently Smash Mouth, uh, they did a show, they did that Sturgis show, and that was connected to 100 plus COVID-19 cases. Well, hey, now you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. I, I like how you just like you like with all due respect, you couldn't fi- you can't you couldn't figure out anything clever to say. You just said the lyrics of that song. Yeah. Which, you know, I respect that. Yeah. Uh, well, and I, mean, I saw her face and now I have COVID. I mean, that's not even the song of theirs. <laughs> it's not, they didn't even write that song. You know, what's funny. Remember what that song was originally for? Shrek? Mystery Men. Oh, that's true. And then just it then then that that and fucking eventually- Green Ogre just just took just took Ben Stiller's lunch money like yeah. that. He, they said, "Well, we're gonna pay you millions of dollars." And then the guy from Smash Bros was like, "Uh, yeah, take it. Here you go. Sorry, <whistles> f you, mystery man." Play us out, Smash Bros. All right. Well, guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR four one five. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out wherever we are, and if you see us on the street, stay stay six feet away, but say hi to us because we are really cool guys. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Have a wonderful day. Bye. All that glitter is gone. Good night, everybody.